Welcome once again to the Anchor Room. What's up, guys? Welcome to a special edition of the Anchor Room podcast. That's right. Um, we are excited to bring to you an Advent edition of the Anchor Room. So for the next four weeks, we will be releasing an Advent-themed Anchor Room podcast just for you. And uh, joining me, Rigo, your host, is our very own intern, Zach Hayes. Say hello, Zach. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's nice to be finally on this end of the Anchor Room podcast. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Uh, maybe some of you guys don't know, but the reason why I sound so great on these podcasts is because Zach is my producer, so he's been working really hard at making me sound good. Thanks, Zach. I hope you've learned a couple things this semester. Yes, he's taught me everything that I know. (laughs) Literally everything. Everything. Um, well, anyway, hey, Zach, why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how this uh, topic of Advent um, came to play in your life um, as you journey, have journeyed with Christ. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about your story, your background, and, and yeah, what, Adv- what Advent has meant for you. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, if we have not met yet, I'm Zach Hay, and I'm an intern here with Kyle Fett at the University of Virginia. And I have did not graduate from the University of Virginia, but I knew that the intern program here with UVA Kyle was top notch, so I had to come check it yeah. out. And I have definitely enjoyed my time here. Um, I originally graduated from American University in Washington, DC, um, but I have fallen in love with this campus, with the students and everything, and it's been great. Um, And yeah, so when we got here and we were just leading up to Christmas and thinking about um, how odd it is to have such a long break and maybe Chi Alpha could kind of dip its toes into a realm that we haven't really dipped into before. And that's just the idea of Christmas. And so something that we did a lot in my church growing up uh, was Advent. Um, If you don't know what Advent is, it's just... Um, just kind of a anticipatory, if that's a word. Uh, yeah, yeah. Process of getting ready for Christmas, getting your heart in the right place of what, um, it's not just a holiday about gifts, but mm-hmm. putting Christ back into Christmas. If you He's will. a reason for the season. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so Advent just takes the first four Sundays leading up to Christmas and sets aside some intentional time to talk about uh, what the Christmas season is all about. And so for me, that looked like every year in church, we would do this little thing with a wreath of candles Mm -hmm. and we would uh, light the candle every Sunday leading up to Christmas until finally on Christmas Eve, we would light the big candle in the middle and everyone would light their little candles and all the people in the sanctuary would uh, just sing Silent Night together with, <laughs> in the candle lit service. And it was so, it's just a big memory of my childhood yeah. in Christmas and something that I assumed everybody who grew up in the church did, but that <laughs> didn't seem to be the case, was it, Rigo? Absolutely not, Zach. And I'm so glad you brought up that point. Um, I grew up in a tradition where Advent was not part of my tradition. I grew up in very Latino Pentecostal churches. And um, I never knew Advent was a thing. 
And so as far as we were concerned, you know, we often just preached about Jesus leading, uh, leading up to Christmas or on Christmas Day, but we certainly didn't have this uh, a very beautiful structure of, of keeping the congregation reminded of, of Jesus um, through, through, the, um, the, through Advent. Um, and so I've actually grown to appreciate Advent more in my adulthood as my wife and I have sought to incorporate traditions that keep Christ in the center during this time. And uh, it, uh, Advent was something that she grew up doing um, because early on in her childhood, she grew up Catholic. And, and, uh, and so Advent was part of her church's liturgy as a young person. And so, you know, we sought to adopt this. And so what we do as a family is uh, the four Sundays leading up to Christmas uh, at dinner, we always, we have a, uh, an Advent wreath on our table, our dinner table, and we light one candle each, um, each Sunday, and we read a devotional, we say a prayer, and we just talk about that topic, her and I, and, Very cool. you know, our toddlers, you know, can't really <laughs> make sentences yet, yeah. but he's, he'll be part of the process um, again this uh for the second time now, actually, yeah, this this Christmas. So I'm excited about it. You know, it's helped me to um, to really focus in and and yeah, like I said, remind myself that Jesus is a reason for the season. And so I hope I don't use that phrase too often as we keep doing these podcasts. So I'm sorry in advance if it slips out here and there. Um, but Zach, why don't you tell us what the four candles represent in the Advent wreath, or what the four Sundays are themed after? Um, if you could. Yeah, so each candle kind of takes a big overarching theme of really the Christian life. Each one of these topics can be found pretty much anywhere throughout scripture. It doesn't just have to be in the Christmas story. Um, and they take the four candles and the first one talks about hope. Uh, the next one talks about love. Uh, the third is a symbol of joy. And the last is a symbol of peace. And those are all words that we hear around um, Christmas time. In Christmas music, a lot of times we hear those four words. Yeah. Um, but I really, thinking about it, just thinking about those words, they're so overused. Um, right. And I think it could be cool for us to just take some time to step outside of just the culture that we've built around Christmas and remember, like, what does it mean? What is the power behind right. um, each of those uh, just descriptors? And I think hope this week, which we'll be talking about, is one of the most powerful ones yeah, uh, that we we use a lot. Yes. So yeah, let's talk about hope, Zach. Let's jump into it and, and, and begin unpacking this. Um, you know, I personally believe that hope is probably one of the quintessential um, aspects that we need to survive as humans, period. And, um, and especially for us in our, in our walks with Christ, I think it's something very crucial to understand and, and have a good grasp on. So let me just ask you this personally, when you think about hope, how would you say, what would you say hope means to you? <laughs> so bear with me, because this is going to sound like a weird example. But every time <laughs> someone brings up the idea hope, I cannot help but think about the scene in the first Hunger Games movie Oh, President boy. Snow is sitting with his head game maker, and you'll understand if you've seen this movie, and he's talking to him about the Boiler power alert. of hope. <laughs> <laughs> and he says something, and I don't know the exact wording, but he's like, a little bit of hope uh, is essential, but too much hope uh, can 
cause problems. And obviously he's a dictator. So problems for him are probably good things for <laughs> us as regular people. But just this idea that hope can be such a powerful motivator for how you see the world, the lens through which you see uh, the world around you, your relationships with people. And it's just something that we have to hold on to. And so when I think about hope, I just think about how am I allowing it to invade every part of my life? Like when I when I'm sitting down to do a morning devotional and it's like really early in the morning and I don't want to do this. <laughs> right. I just remind right. myself of like, why am I doing this? And what is the hope that Christ gives me? And so um, I think it's important to take those moments and just inject them into even the mundane areas of life. Like I have a hope that I can sit down and write this paper and that Jesus has something spectacular in store for my life. And even as we've been going through the uh, Revelation series. It's mm -hmm. all about hope. Oh, right. How we yeah, can continue definitely. to, um, ev everything we do is with this hope mm -hmm. of eternal glory and eternal right. paradise. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not sure if I would like, um, you know, if I can be art as articulate on the spot, but I think the way I would describe hope is maybe like looking forward to something in the future that, you know, makes any present suffering or any present condition all the more worth it going through to attain that right. end you know so in, in, in essence like the end that we're moving towards is going to be worth whatever we're going through um, again whether that's you know something mundane or something difficult in the midst of it and i think it's important that we as humans always have something to hope towards or or to hope uh, or look look ahead to look forward to um and i i know even when when we look into times of, of break or time off I, i'm always looking forward to doing something during that time off right and so we're, we're anticipating or, or think about when you're going on a vacation right and and you're thinking about oh yeah like i'm gonna go to the beach i'm gonna go to my favorite ice cream shop here on the beach um, I'm going to go swimming. I'm going to get to sleep in and, you know, mm -hmm. we're going to have a lot of fun and, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to me, it's so important that we would operate as Christians with, uh, our hope set on the ultimate, which is Christ. And, and that's what I love about, uh, this aspect of Advent that we get to truly focus our hope on Jesus, right? You know, the present, um, is all the more worth it in light of what we, the hope that we have as Christians. So, yeah. So how do you hope in Jesus throughout this season, Zach? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, just taking and looking again at the picture of the candles and why we have the mm -hmm. um, like Advent wreath. Sometimes you'll see the candles in a wreath and I've heard it described that the wreath is round, like the eternal love of God. And each of these aspects, mm -hmm. the four candles on the outside, hope being the first one of those, ultimately point towards the middle candle, like you said. And that uh, right. I always grew up hearing it called the Christ candle. Like right. Christ is at the center. And right. so for me, when I think about leading up into Christmas is, especially this is the first Christmas where I'm going to be like I've graduated from college, I'm away from family, I'll be going home to family, but a lot of us, our plans have been just right. disrupted. We're seeing yeah. this as we're going into Thanksgiving, and we don't know what it's going to look like. And right. A lot of the traditions that we've had have gone, and I think 
yes, we can mourn over that. Um, but also for me personally, taking the time to realize that um, it's not, a, not just about that. This is yes. about putting Christ at the center. Yeah. And yeah, it is about spending time with family, but it's to spend time with family and gratefulness right. um, because of what Jesus has done for that. And so as I've just been looking at like this, really this whole year of 2020 and COVID yes. and everything, um, it's just reminding myself that, yeah, I have expectations for what Christmas should look like. Um, but ultimately, am I allowing my hope to right. enjoy to the, the hope of that to come from right. um, not just meeting with family, but being reminded yeah. of the, the privilege that I have to be in the yeah. of God? And I think that that example that you bring out about, you know, the, placing our hopes in, in these traditions, family structures, or like, you know, expectations, even for a holiday season, how how quickly those things can come and go and how delicate you know, maybe even this human condition can be, um, and, and which makes it all the more important that we, as humanity, find ourselves, find something infinite to place our hope in, right? Something yeah. that cannot be easily shaken, easily destroyed, something that is unchangeable and as foundational as Jesus is, that yeah. who is at the center of all things, as that center candle represent, it represents. And another idea that I think about is, you know, this act that we light the candles, you know, with, we bring light into the moment. And so oftentimes, um, Abigail, my wife and I will, will turn the, the lights off in the dining room. And as we light the Advent candle, you know, we let that be the only light in the room. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just reminds us that, yeah, this hope that we have of Jesus brings light to darkness. And, you know, as you mentioned, Zach, 2020 has been a year of a lot of darkness in a lot of different ways. You know, and I can't imagine of a, such a better way to begin this season than by focusing our hope on Christ, yeah. by bringing this light to the darkness that we're surrounded with and seeing how that changes the equation. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm reminded of, of Isaiah 40, 31, where uh, the prophet writes that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Mm. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. Yep. They will walk and not be faint. And so I don't know about you, Zach, but uh, 2020 has been a, a different kind of tiring for me. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I'm going into this holiday season uh, desiring and looking forward to rest. Yep. And, you know, we can fill our, our moments of rest and our margin in different ways. But Scripture tells us that when we put our hope in the Lord, that he will renew our strength. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I love that, that reminder, right? And, and, and then we have a, this other uh, reminder in Hebrews 10, 23 in the New Testament, where uh, it, it says that, let us hold on swervingly to the hope that we prof profess for he who promised is faithful, right? Mm. We can not only trust in Jesus because he is the ultimate, but because his promises are faithful. And in light of that great hope that we have, how wonderful is it for us to just lean into this season with this hope in mind? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's such a great idea to be thinking. I think Christmas at the end of 2020, like can be such a powerful moment for everyone who's following Jesus because it has been a crazy year. And I think about what, uh, Pastor Pete said in one of our staff meetings, the lyrics of uh, Holy Night came up and he was mm -hmm. talking about this year, I think the words 
a weary world rejoices is going to hit <laughs> yeah. home a lot harder this year. Yeah. Especially, I mean, we've been through a global pandemic, a racial tension, an election, yeah. political tension, all this stuff. We, like you said, I am hoping for like just a breath of relief that yes. allow this weary world to rejoice and find rest. And so I think our hope, at least my hope, um, and I yeah. hope that it can be, I hope it can be a hope for everyone else is just that idea of rest. Like yeah. we can rest in who Definitely. Jesus is. So yeah, I think for those listening, I, I would love to encourage you to ponder um, something like this. What am I hoping in this season? What am I placing my hope in? as I head into this season of rest or, or end this year, what am I setting my hope on? And, and how can my hope bring the light of Jesus into the world around me, right? As I'm surrounded by friends and family who might've, might've also been going through some difficult things this year, right? How can our hope point others towards the light of Jesus Christ? Um, definitely want to encourage you guys to ponder uh, those two questions as you head into this season. Do you have anything else to add, Zach? Um, yeah, I think I was just thinking as you were talking about that, just thinking about my core group and how many core groups are going to be separated for so long yeah. um, during this crazy break. And I'm just using that hope, even just taking this Advent season. Maybe you guys hop on Zoom every Sunday before um, Christmas mm -hmm. and just right. spend some time talking about what it means um, to be hoping for the Christmas season and allowing this as a way to invite people into such a extended period of what could be um, loneliness and instead filling it with community. So yeah, I just encourage everyone out there with a core group involved in a core group. And if you're not involved in a core group, this is the greatest place to uh, explore what it can mean to hope in the Christmas season. Thanks, Zach. Well, for those of you who are interested in maybe diving a little deeper into this whole um, Advent thing and, you know, maybe growing a little bit through the season, I'd love to recommend um, a resource that some of our uh, fellow Chi Alpha uh, friends at Virginia, not Virginia, sorry, at Vermont Chi Alpha, they have recently published a, an Advent devotional which has daily reflections on Christ up leading up until Christmas. And you can find that at, let me pull up the website real quick. It is a chialphavt.com slash advent dash devotional. And you can download their PDF there or, um, and access it online, um, for you to, to follow as you wish. Um, awesome guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back uh, next week with the next a lighting of the candle. Hey. Yes, thank you guys. It was great to be with you all. Awesome. All right, friends. Peace. Peace out.